the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, it'll be interesting to see if Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, gets called before uh, the uh, Senate and has to answer for whether he's making uh, unauthorized calls to his counterpart in China. That's a big blockbuster in a new book by Bob Woodward. The thought is that Milley may have bragged about this to Woodward, thinking it would make him look good. Uh, Instead, it might cost him his job. A lot of Republicans are asking for him to resign. Uh, We'll keep our eye on that this afternoon. Uh, our number is 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. We've been talking about COVID. Governor DeWine said yesterday he would slap a mask mandate on our school kids if he could. Uh, he cannot, and hopefully House Bill 248 will be passed soon so that uh, the mask mandates that Andrew Ginther has instituted will go away. Uh, let's talk with Jill next on the Bruce Hooley Show. Hello, Jill. Hey. Hey, Jill. Hey, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm Worthington. And um, I've listened to your show off and on, but um, something happened this week, and my son and his entire family—actually, it's been two weeks. This is the second week of it—got COVID and have been super ill, um, shutting down his small business, you know, mm. and and really was an infant, just just lots of problems. Mm, I'm so, so sorry. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. I just wanted you to explain to me. When you were talking about reporting the numbers of people that were positive, like you go in for something else, but yet you're positive for that. Right. I feel like that doesn't mean you're not positive for it. It no. doesn't mean you're in there for it. Exactly. Either, right. you know, either right. one. Right. And I've had friends and everybody that, and, that, that have gone in and then they find out, well, it wasn't just pneumonia. It wasn't just upper respiratory infection. It was mm-hmm. this. So mm-hmm. it was COVID. So. Mm-hmm. I think we shouldn't be afraid to say it, but I think those things get reported maybe because they just get reported. I don't think anyone, I know you were being sarcastic, Bruce, but uh, I'm just I, saying, I, I was, I was being, sarc- I was being know, sarcastic exactly. when I talked about it's so much fun. Let's stick with it. We're having fun right. with COVID. No, yeah. we're not having fun uh, with sadly, it. Yeah, that's, ex- no, it is. It's been Here, a real here's the thing on our entire family. Here's what I hope the spirit of my comments come across as. I probably don't say enough. That COVID is serious for some people, most notably those who are obese right. and have compromised breathing Immune issues. Systems. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know it can also, it can, we don't know why, and I hope our medical people get a handle on why, it can bite hard to some people who are seemingly healthy and whatever. That absolutely happens. Right. The reason why I highlighted... The other people, are, our problem is a lot of America is obese, does have diabetes, right. does have these other things. So when this comes in, you know, I feel like it kind of, you know, I know it gets reported and it seems like a lot, but I think, you know, they could be in there because they presented with can't control my blood sugar or I can't breathe or whatever. But they find out that that's also in there. I wish but our I public like- health officials would have 
taken the opportunity during this pandemic and all the different times we've given them the opportunity to speak to the pandemic to talk about the right. importance of people eating better, getting exercise, moderate exactly. exercise. I'm not talking about joining a health club. I'm talking about getting up out of your chair and walking around the block and things that anybody right, can do without right. a membership. Those are things that could right. help. The reason why, I just want to it explain why really I highlight the uh, disparity between going into the hospital for a reason that's not COVID, you know, like you're in there for whatever, and they right. find out you have COVID. First of all, should they right. test you for COVID while you're in there? Of course, it's a contagious disease. We've got to know who's got it. You want the nurses and everybody to be protected. But to I, I, I feel like the numbers are being reported in a shrill, attention-grabbing way. Like in Ohio, they're like, oh my goodness, we had 9,000 cases today. We had 7,000 the other day. A year ago, we right. had a 500 on this day. So the, in, the, the insinuation in doing that, and the dispatch did it the other day. Hey, Labor Day last year, they were way down. Now they're way up on Labor Day. Okay, they were way right. up on Labor Day. I can find a day now where they're down, and a year ago they were way up. It doesn't prove anything. It proves that this Don't is a virus. It's just hard now to live in this, I think, kind of a new reality where we're all going to have to figure out some things and maybe do different schools and all this stuff. Uh, everyone just wants to protect their loved ones, but I think it's just really hard, you know, on the people. Here's to, my deal. I do. Out. I do. But here's my here's what I will fight vociferously against, and here's what I would encourage you to fight vociferously against. I think COVID's here to stay. I think it's a virus, Probably, and yeah. it's here to stay. Yeah. And it is a new reality. But Jill, you should get to decide what your reality is. And I should get to decide what my reality is. And if you want to wear a mask, Jill, and you want to stay home, do it. Do it. Because you're personally responsible for your decisions. I'm not responsible for your decisions, and you're not responsible for mine. I don't want to dictate to you, and I don't want you dictating to me, and I certainly don't want government dictating to me. outside the realm of people infecting other people in an unfair way, though. When you do that, I mean... So where do we draw that line? your options. Stay home. Do we draw that line on the flu? Do we draw that line on the flu? Do we draw it on any contagious disease? Have we ever drawn drawn the line on any contagious disease that we're drawing now? That you're responsible not, for keeping me healthy. Four years. Yeah, that's the thing. Being like this crazy, this infective, and this going on. Right. Uh, I don't know what to tell my grandchildren, my children. You know about this kind of stuff. I have grandkids in school. Sure. I don't. Yeah, I don't want them to wear a mask. I don't want them to actually be at home because some of them really need those teachers. Our teachers are are a wealth of information that they need. Right. Um, but it's just the whole thing is so confusing. And I wish we spent more time looking at how we're going to help people versus if we're going to wear a mask or not. And is that a problem? Well, to me, that's part of the defining of my reality. To me, that's part of defining my reality. And and what I would tell you is, what I've done with my kids is, they've all had COVID, I've had it, my wife's had it, is to tell them, yeah, can, can it kill you? Yes. Driving to school this morning can kill you too. Anything oh, can kill you. Okay. Anything can kill you. Yeah. It's We live with risk all the time. Flying to see your grandparents. We could die. We could. Some crazy person can come up out of the who knows where and shoot us. I don't us. think comparing a crazy person to COVID is exactly I'm just saying. Cool, life is a random event. On the rules of life. Like you get to pick. You get to say. You know. You get your, you get your rights. I, I totally get that. Yeah. Well, Jill, I appreciate yeah, the I'm conversation. And I, 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 I certainly it up, but 
I didn't like it when you said, like, oh, yeah, like, they're reporting it. Like, we're loving COVID. No one's loving COVID. And, no, I, and I, then your producer explained, you were just being sarcastic. No, I think people but, are. I think there are people loving COVID. I think Joe Biden loves COVID. I think the people, so I, I think, the, I think well, that was sarcastic that you and I don't love COVID. But I think the politicians love COVID. I, I have to let you go because we got to move wow. on. But I, th- I appreciate the call. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I do think the politicians love COVID. I think Joe Biden absolutely loves COVID. If you don't think that they are looking at this as a way to cram through all this spending and get a bunch of Democratic wish list items through under the guise of, do you think if if Joe Manchin holds the line on this spending bill by Democrats, that the narrative is going to be that Joe Manchin has a problem because he thinks that uh, we shouldn't spend this much money because it'll bankrupt future generations and stuff like that. It'll be no, if this doesn't go through, then we won't be able to provide free, free. Yeah, is it free? Is it free? COVID test? Free COVID test. Okay, let me read you about the free COVID test, right? Here we go. I had the dispatch story up just a minute ago. Actually, I'm sorry, it's USA Today story. Consumers soon could get discounted coronavirus tests at Amazon, Kroger, and Walmart. Hey, isn't that great? They're coming right off the free tree. Discounts up to 35%. Mm, I turned the page on the story. Elume, that's a company, E-L-L-U-M-E, CEO Sean Parsons, said the company is moving to 24-hour production to churn out tests at the company's manufacturing site in Australia. The company, which secured a $232 million Defense Department deal to expand U.S. production, plans to open a factory in Maryland by the end of the year. Oh, I'm getting my COVID test at a discount. It's 35% off. And they're creating jobs. I'm getting a free (laughs) test. I'm getting a free vaccine. Isn't life great? Everything is free. No, we don't live in Nirvana. Unicorns aren't flying around your head. Pegasus, the winged horse, is not going to win the Kentucky Derby. It's not free. It's my kids' money. It's your money. And they can't wait to spend it. And while they're spending millions of dollars on free COVID tests, they're also spending it on CRT nonsense and Planned Parenthood funding and a bunch of other stuff. Because if you vote it down, you didn't vote down all the wasteful crap that they're voting through to indoctrinate their agenda on all of our kids. No, you're voting against health. You're voting against tests. You're voting against vaccines. You want everybody to die. Maybe you're just being fiscally responsible. I know it's not in style anymore in Washington, D.C., but thankfully there are a few people who still hold on to it because nothing's free. You might be getting it free, but Elum CEO Sean Parsons in Australia isn't doing it for free, and he isn't opening that factory in Maryland for free. And the sooner we come to that cognitive awareness that everything has a cost, everything has a push-pull, for every action there's a consequence, as soon as we get back to a little thing I like to call reality, maybe then we'll figure out how we're being played. All right, as we end the show today, I want to go back to the Upper Arlington School Board meeting from last night. And I played uh, cuts earlier in the show from the pastor 
at Covenant Presbyterian Church. His name is uh, Joel Asala. Uh, he's advocating for the transgender bathrooms and all this kind of stuff. And I heard from an Upper Arlington parent who said that uh, their daughters uh, are not big fans of this. I knew this. I know this from many Upper Arlington parents. But here's what Joel Asala, a pastor at Covenant Presbyterian Church, uh, said near the end of his remarks. And all the students in our community deserve to learn in a place that's free from prejudice and racism, homophobia, transphobia, ableism, sexism, and the like. And all of our children deserve a safe place to go to the bathroom without having to have their birth certificates checked. And I want to thank this board for leading in that regard. Now, of course, I make no assumptions about everyone here at this table or in this room sharing my faith. In fact, I hope that's not the case. That's what it means to live in a pluralistic democracy. All right, I'm going to stop it there. This is how you know that you are in a heretical church. When a pastor, a person who is supposedly dedicating his life's work to what? I know, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ says this near the end of his remarks. Now, of course, I make no assumptions about everyone here at this table or in this room sharing my faith. In fact, I hope that's not the case. That's what it means to live in a pluralistic democracy. So there's your pastor, Covenant Presbyterian Church, saying that he hopes the other people in his community do not share his faith in Christ. That's what the man said. I hope you do not. I make no bones about it. Now, of course, I make no assumptions about everyone here at this table or in this room sharing my faith. In fact, I hope that's not the case. That's what it means to live in a pluralistic democracy. Well, that's not what it's going to be like in eternity. Everybody's going to share the same faith because you're either a believer or a pre-believer. Doesn't mean you're going to get into heaven. If you're a pre-believer, you're eventually going to believe because every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I would have thought that would be the life's work of Joel Asala, but he just made it clear it's not. And he's prioritizing diversity, equity, and inclusion over spreading the gospel for which he is paid and supposedly called to do. Now, thankfully, not everybody in Upper Arlington is a woke idiot. Here is a doctor, a pulmonologist, speaking last night. I have his name. I'm not going to give his name because I don't want his health system coming to look for him, having the courage to speak up. And as a physician who practices on the basis of medical evidence, I was very disappointed to watch what unfolded both at the last regular school board meeting on August 10th and on the special meeting on September 3rd, where on the recommendation of the school district's medical advisory team and at the apparent urging of many of my colleagues who wrote a letter to the board, an in-school mask requirement was instituted in the through pre-K through 8 and subsequently for the high school. Why was I disappointed? I was disappointed because the medical evidence simply does not support such a requirement. At the August 10th meeting, a member of this board asked the medical advisory team for explanation of primary source data, i.e. medical studies, that demonstrate that masks are effective. This was an astute question that cuts to the heart of the matter. 
In medical care, if you're going to do any sort of intervention, we want to know, number one, will there be benefit? And number two, does the benefit outweigh any potential harm? The response from the medical advisory team representative was, quote, I would refer you to the CDC recommendations on that, unquote. That response was wholly inadequate. As, as people who we've entrusted with our children's educational oversight, you deserve an honest, more detailed answer to that question, and that's what I'd like to provide you. The studies at the CDC cites in support of mask use in their published science brief consist of two types of studies. The first type consists of laboratory-based studies, <coughs> which are often done with mechanical, non-human devices to determine how well they filter, mass filter various particle sizes. The problems with these types of studies are that we don't live in the laboratory. We live in the real world with imperfect people and unstable environments. Such people and environments demonstrate variable mass compliance, variable mask wearing technique, individual breathing and cough dynamics, variable air current patterns, and so on, all of which can impact viral spread, but none of which are taken into account in a lab-based study. The second type of study the CDC cites consists of what are called <coughs> observational and epidemiologic studies, most of which are retrospective. That is, they are looking backward to analyze events that have already occurred. These types of studies have inherent weaknesses due to their very design and are more susceptible to bias than more rigorous study types. The studies of this type that the CDC cites all have major flaws and limitations, including lack of control groups, other confounding <coughs> interventions and issues that could affect a viral spread and were not controlled for during these studies. Now that is a measured, dispassionate, logical presentation of the facts about masks. The flaws in the studies, how you can't just say, well, go check the CDC website. Because, in other words, inherent in that answer is, oh, well, yeah, you go to the CDC website, you're going to find out, like, you better put those kids in hazmat suits. Look, COVID is serious. I want to make sure that I affirm that. If you are compromised with your health, if you're not in good health, this is a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call to lose weight, to eat better, to walk, to exercise a little bit. Even sitting in your chair and clapping your hands or lifting a milk jug or whatever, any exercise, any movement is good. Our public health people should be talking about that. They should be taking a measured approach to it like this doctor, okay? But just to insulate yourself from criticism by saying, oh, there's a germ out there, put a mask on. It is so simplistic and so short-sighted. Every day I take my kids to school, and I pass these two adorable little girls. They're waiting for their bus, and they're sitting outside with masks on. Now, I don't know their situation in their home. Maybe their mother has an issue. Maybe their father has an issue, brother, whatever. Maybe they have an issue. What I'm saying is just the general observation I have is how sad these two beautiful little girls are sitting out front. And I can't see their countenance. I can't see their smiles. And I know that all day long they're going to have that mask on their face. And their teacher's not going to see them smile. And their fellow students are not going to see them smile. And a lot of our kids went an entire year like that. And if we think we did our kids more help than harm by doing that to them for a year, by keeping them locked up at home, and now we have a clearer picture of what's going on with COVID... And we're still going to act the way we did before. We're not We're not loving our kids. We're not. So that's why I'm so passionate about this and why I will continue to be. Thank you. Dennis Prager, next on The Answer. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.